Good morning. And I know you've already been welcomed into our space, but I just want to say thank you for joining us. Well, it's an exciting morning for me as a pastor because we started a brand new sermon series. We announced it on last week. And we're picking back up on something that we've been talking about all year, um, purpose. And so while it's one thing to know that you have a purpose, but we need to move forward with manifesting that purpose in our life in a very strategic manner, as well as documenting the vision behind that purpose. We cannot get to purpose, manifesting purpose in our life without vision. And so today I just wanna talk about, I need you to see it again, see it again. And so one thing, again, it's one thing to believe that you have a purpose and to know what that purpose is, but you've got to go a step further and manifest that purpose in your life through vision. And so what I want to talk about and show you today is our foundational text for the entire series. Our foundational text for the entire series. It's going to be Luke chapter 14, 28 through 29. And I've documented the NRSV version and I'm going to read it in your hearing now. For which of you intending to build a tower does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he or she has enough to complete it. Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish it, all who see it will begin to ridicule him. All who see it will begin to ridicule him. And while this passage may refer to the cost of discipleship, Jesus is talking about it also, the principles behind it also apply to purpose and vision for your life. You will never get anywhere, first, something that you cannot see happening, and secondly, understanding and having some level of direction on how to get to that destination. A true vision is like an architect. A true vision is like an architect designing a house. First, that architect begins with the end in mind. He or she sees the end result, what they desire. But that takes more than that. And it takes more than that architect to make that vision come to pass, right? And so that architect specs out exactly what needs to happen. The size of the room, the dimensions of the walls, what type of windows will be in the kitchen, how the back door will be shaped, how can you come in and out of the house? And so when a builder shows up and starts building and laying brick, whenever they get off the mark or they forget exactly how this room is supposed to be built, they go back to the specs that the architect gave them, that the architect gave them. But, but, but remember that the architect began with the end in mind. He or she saw something and they backfilled a plan into accomplishing what they imagined or what they saw. And so the purpose that we're talking about today, the vision that we're talking about crafting today uh, is around the purpose for your life. Remember, I believe that our purpose is our North Star. It should be the guiding force in our lives. It should determine our network. It should determine what we say yes and no to. And so while you may craft a vision for your family, a vision for your job, a vision for your company, I'm talking about the vision around your purpose for being here. Because without a vision, you're going to easily get off track in life and you can end up going anywhere or any place. But a vision is like a blueprint that the architect has given you that gets you right back on 
target. And I want to share this quote with you. One of my favorite teacher teachers talks about or, or has given around the topic. Purpose is when you know and understand what you were born to accomplish, right? We know and we understand what we were born to accomplish. But vision is something different. Vision is when you get to see it in your mind and begin to imagine it. Vision is when you see it in your mind. So what I want to say is that I'm actually making two assumptions with this sermon series because I know where we have been as a church family. And if you've kept up with us, you'll be in the same space as us. Number one, that you have some level of understanding of your life's purpose and you're ready to move forward around building your life around it. Right. That's the first assumption. The second assumption that I have is that you have some level of, of awareness of your identity, of who you are and why you're here. Those are two assumptions that we're going to make as we go through this sermon series so that we're not having to backtrack to what we told you all in the beginning of 2020. And so the expected outcome of this series is you will not only be inspired, but where you will have a template or a model to work from on your own with the help of accountability partner in different areas of your life. Again, as your pastor, I am focused on a vision around your purpose, crafting a vision around your purpose, because I honestly, honestly believe that when you focus on your purpose, everything else that you need begins to align because you are vibrating at a certain um, level. And so here we go. I want to say this before we get started, that you're going to only get out of this series, what you put into it. You're gonna only get out of this series what you put into it. And so what I'm saying is you're gonna have action items to complete as we grow through this. So a few things that I wanna to emphasize today as we introduce this sermon series is that God gives us purpose and vision. Our role as co-creators with God is to come along and help craft the plans to make that vision a reality. Purpose perceives vision. God granted each of us a purpose and our purpose didn't show up when we were a teenager or a young adult, but God planted purpose deep on the inside of us. And as we nurture that seed and we grow in God, that purpose begins to manifest and grow in our life and becomes more apparent to us who we are and why we're here. Vision is like looking off of a cliff, seeing how that purpose should manifest in your life. And in what ways and through what mediums do you express that purpose? For example, my purpose is around liberation. How does that manifest in my life? Is that only through my pastoral role or is that my role in podcasting or my role on the social justice scene? But I must decide and determine what are my primary and secondary threads of accomplishing that and operate in the way that God has made me as an individual, Eva, to operate. Not what everybody else thinks is good, not what everybody else can see me doing, but exactly how has God crafted me to express liberation, carry out um, the process of liberation in the lives of others, right? So liberation is the purpose. Vision becomes how that plays out in my life in a very unique way that God has made me to carry that out, right? So I'm gonna ask you this question. What God whispers do you keep getting throughout the day or at night? 
what ideas related to your purpose you keep having that you just cannot get rid of? What dreams or visions have God, has God shown you? True vision is not something that you can go out and accomplish in a day. And sometimes it takes a lifetime. But this is why you must first document the end result. So we, we're going to begin this sermon series with the end in mind. The second point I want to make is that vision requires you to see beyond your present circumstance. Vision requires you to see beyond your present circumstance. A true vision from God reaches beyond what you presently have in your hand. It reaches beyond what you have in your bank account. It reaches beyond your current network. And in order to craft a real vision, you must be in a position of allowing and believing that God can trust you with something great. As your pastor, I believe that God can trust you with something great. Vision means that you must see with your heart and not only with your eyes. This is a principle that is counterintuitive to, to what the world teaches us. Seeing with your heart and not your eyes is counterintuitive to what the world teaches us. Because your physical eyes will limit you as you look at your present circumstance and look around at your present situation, it will limit you and you cannot live by faith focused on your present reality. It will rob you of the little bit of faith that you may have. And I've been teaching you that anything that manifests in the physical realm has first manifested in the spiritual realm. And so that tells me that I must make time to focus on what I desire and see it all the way through from the spiritual to the physical, right? Many of the things that we want in life get aborted because we will not follow them from the spiritual to the physical, right? We get off on different tangents, we go in different directions instead of focusing on that which we have asked of God or that which we have seen of God and we just wanna align our lives and our mind and our emotions to what God has shown us and our level of faith to what God has shown us. And so you cannot be guided by your physical eyes. The people of God cannot live in that way. What's going on around us in the physical world cannot dictate how we live our lives. The real world, the real space that matters, the kingdom of heaven is within you, Jesus said. And that's how we connect to God. And we must learn to make time to go within, to go within. The kingdom of heaven matters more to me than what's happening on this earth right now. What's happening in my life, because if I want to get a real glimpse of where my life is going, can I focus on what I see every day in this world? But what is God saying to me? What is God showing me? And I must be in a position to see it again. Tell your neighbor, see it again. See it again. And so if you're going to see it again, if you're going to see again what God has already shown you or what God has already told you, you must document your vision. That's my last point. Your vision must be documented or it's not, just, it's not a vision. What you have seen with your heart, what you've heard from God must be documented in such a way that you can come back to it every day. Why do you need to come back to that every day? Because life has a way of leading us. Life will take over and take you in any direction 
if you don't have a plan in mind of where you're going. Habakkuk 2 and 2 reads, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Make it plain on tablets so that the one that runs with it can read it. And what he's saying is the one that's running as they run, that they can read what has been written. Your vision must be documented so well that as you go through life, you have something to come back to and you can easily say no to the things that don't align with what God has for you to carry out. Document the vision. And once you do that, you have to begin to align with the vision. What do I mean by that? Align with your thoughts. Agree with it, with your faith, with your emotions, until you see the manifestation of it. So for this reason, I've come up with an assignment for us to do this week. And I'm going to pull that up right now so that we can go over this together. So that we can. So. Here's your homework assignment. And I'm hoping that you will take time to look at this today. And to the members of the Fern Foundation Church, I'm gonna email this to, to you today. And it is my hope that you take time. And today, it is my request that you take time on today and look at this. Don't let tomorrow come and you have not looked at this. You have not thought about this, but this is your homework assignment to take you through the week. But the things that God has shown you, and remember, spiritual vision is not about what you've seen with your physical eyes. Maybe God has given you a dream. Maybe God has given you an actual open vision. Maybe God has spoken and has whispered to you about something. Maybe you have an idea that just will not go away and it's associated with your purpose. And you have some level of understanding of what it looks like. You may not know how to get there, but you're going to begin with the end in mind. So what have you seen? Because all I'm asking you to do is to see it again. Not asking you to make up anything, but I want you to see again what God has already been showing and saying to you. And so you're going to take this worksheet in this box here where it says document them. You're going to put what you've seen. You're going to put as much detail as possible. If there's people involved in that vision, Related to your purpose, what kind of people are they? If there's a building, if there's a certain area that's in there, you're going to put that here. If there's specific colors that you've seen, you're going to be as detailed as possible as to what God has shown you. Put it here. Put it here. Don't judge it just yet. Don't judge it just yet. Just get it all out of you. Document it on paper. Just the end result. You're not ready for strategy just yet. You're just putting down what God has already shown you. Second thing you're gonna do, you're gonna evaluate, right? Everything you wrote in that box, you're gonna ask these two questions. Will it harm you if this manifested as a reality or will it harm your neighbor? And by your neighbor, I mean, will it harm another person? If it does or if it will, you need to go back up and you need to scratch that off of the list because we don't wanna visualize and see things that are harmful to us. And if it's harmful to us or our neighbor, it is against the will of God. It is against the will of God. God, God didn't call any of us to harm anybody. And so the third step I need you to do, and this is where many of you will struggle, but I need you to do it. I need you to see it again. Visualization. For the next seven days, the next seven days, I need you to find a quiet place. 
set a timer for 10 minutes so that you're not opening your eyes to look around and I need you to see it again. I'm asking you to visualize the imagery that you described above, right? Here's the thing. We gotta be, begin to align with what God has shown us. We have a role as co-creators and I honestly believe visualizing and imagining and seeing exactly what we want helps those things manifest in our life. And many of us, what God has shown us, our faith level is not even where it needs to be to even step up to the plate, to even write down a strategy. And so all I'm asking you to do is to visualize for the next seven days, take 10 minutes a day. And I want you to visualize. And what I want you to also do is document each day the emotions that you feel while visualizing. As you go through this process, I don't want you to judge anything from a standpoint if you're worthy. If God showed it to you, you're worthy. Now it's all about, number one, following principles. Can you follow principles that your pastor is giving you to follow? Really, at the end of the day, can you follow steps to manifest a vision? You are worthy. If God showed it to you, if God gave you a purpose, if God showed you something that you should do in this lifetime, I want to tell you that you're worthy because whatever God shows you, he makes the provision for. But we have to be willing to step up to the plate and stepping up to the plate in this case for us is beginning with the end in mind. I'm asking you to have faith that you can see it again. Just see again what God has shown you. Just see again what God has shown you. I believe that we play a role in some things that happen and manifest in our lives. We don't control everything, but we have some things that we control and that we are co-creators with God. And so that means we don't get to blame God for every single thing that happens in our life. Oh, and you don't get to blame Pastor Eva as well. But we are co-creators. God gives us vision. God gives us purpose. And we have to step in and align with that vision and align with that purpose. And so that's what we intend to do with this sermon series. For those of you who think you're not worthy, let me tell you, you're worthy. First of all, God created you. The fact that God created you meant that you were meant to be here. Secondly, he planted purpose on the inside of you and that purpose is meant for this generation. Thirdly, if he's shown you something about that purpose, if he's, if he's given you a vision, trust me, God knows that you have the ability to carry it out, but it requires you to co-create through your focus and believing and having faith that you can accomplish it in this lifetime and not the next. I just believe that. I believe that you can do it. I believe that you're worthy. I believe that God has planted something on the inside of you that is unique to who you are and that this world needs it. Be all in. And this week, I just simply asking you to see it again. See it again. And so here's our sermon series just lined up. And so that you know the guest teachers that we have coming in, I'm going to be doing the bulk of the series. But also we have Reverend Dr. Geraldine Daniels coming next Sunday, pastor of Southside CME Church over in Titusville, um, who is also a life coach. And so her expertise is going to be great when it comes to crafting a vision for your life and having tangible things that you can do to move forward and manifesting vision in your life. September the 6th, Minister Clinton Woods, 
we all know him. He's been in our space and he has added value to our space when he's come in as a guest teacher. And so he will be here on September the 6th with his perspective. And so I'm just going to remind you, you're going to get out of this series what you put into it. And so I'm asking you to be all in, but I'm asking you first to begin with the end in mind and just see it again. So before we go, before we head into the benediction, I wanted to lift up an announcement. Um, Reverend Dr. Joseph Scrivener will be our guest this Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. on our Zoom call. So I'm asking all members and those of us who are friends of the church to come and welcome Dr. Scrivener. He is the pastor of Brown Memorial Presbyterian Church in Tuscaloosa, and he is the dean of chapel at Stillman College. But he's coming to talk to us and teach us about slavery in the Bible. It's a very enlightening discussion that you don't want to miss. We thank Brittany for making this flyer, but as well, we need to have some understanding and learn more about what's in our sacred text, what's in our sacred text. And for the Christian, that is our Bible. So come join us this Wednesday. If you don't have the link to the Zoom, if you're not getting those notifications, go ahead and just reach out to me or a member of our church and we will make sure that you get that, but this is open to all who would like to come and study and learn with us. Our next prayer request, we wanna to continue to lift up our sister, Danielle Mars, who lost her mother on this week. We continue to pray for her and her family as they go through this, as they process this great loss, right? And so we also wanna pray for Renee and her family as well, because there was a close connection to Miss Hattie. So we just wanna to continue to pray for them. Remember being a church family, means that you show up, you show up in your own way, not just when it's opportune for you, but when your church family needs you, you show up in your own way. And so I'm asking each of you to continue to cover and to hold that family and Danielle in your prayers. God, we come to you right now, thanking you for the awesomeness that you are, thanking you for everything that you planted deep down on the inside of us. God, we call you holy. We call you blessed. And we know that it is an honor and a privilege to serve you. We know that it's an honor and a privilege to be used by you, to speak for you, to sing for you, to serve for you, to hold space for others for you. God, we thank you that you choose to use your creation and that you choose to use us. God, we continue to pray now for Danielle and her family as they walk through this, as they process this great loss. But God, we know that she'll see her again. She'll see her again. And God, we know that she may have laid down this earthly body, but that her spirit lives on. So God, we thank you now for support and understanding and just being able, the strength of God, for Danny as she walks through these next week and the months ahead. God, we cover her, we love her, we pray for her. And now with the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now and forevermore. In the name of Jesus, go in peace and walk in power. Amen. <laughs>